Well, one of the things uh, Tony and I are talk, talking about is business, uh, off-air, obviously. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm really proud of Tony as, as, as far as wanting to be successful in whatever business he's in. And for, you know, a month, a year, um, he does the fireworks gig. And, uh, my God, he's successful. And the best part about it is is that he's selling and reselling and reselling to people he's already sold to. They keep coming back. So there must be a reason why. Uh, and you, you can experience it. I want you to go down to Winterset, Iowa, to Factory Outlet Fireworks, and ask for Tony himself, okay? Back up your truck and start loading stuff in. <laughs> I'm t- I've, yes. It's one of my favorite stories is that people that do that, they back up their truck and say, fill it up, and you know they don't even have a budget. But when you tell them what the total is, they're always shocked because it's so low. Well, you know what I like to do is, is I've been going down – I've been going down to Missouri for a long time, you know, and there was always a track down there. So we would go racing and it's at Lamona and it's close. So we would go down there and, and look at fireworks. And when I was racing, I didn't have, you know, as a kid, I didn't have the money to buy the stuff like I do, like I, right. you know, as I got older. So, um, so I really genuinely enjoy the opportunity to be able to shoot fireworks every <laughs> single night from June, June 1st to July 8th. And it's a, I call it testing, so I can write all those products off. <laughs> and so the thing is, is I just know my product. So it's kind of like Thad Duvall, who kind of knows dirt biking. Thad uh, Duvall, our next guest. And by the way, you're, you're building a building that has been in your family for a long, long time. You ended up buying it. And I know your dad would be very proud of what you're doing there at Factory Outlet Fireworks. Um, we, we had uh, Josh Strang on to start the hour, but Thad Duvall is uh, waiting in the wings. Thad, how are you? Good. How are you guys? You like the how fireworks? You? Uh, you like the fireworks, Thad? I love fireworks. You, you sure. like you like the loud ones or the ones that are very sparkly and present a good display? I like the big boom ones. <laughs> Everybody wants those, you know? What's your? Are you a guy that goes and buys fireworks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So in West Virginia, we can drive across the river and uh, yeah, buy some uh, pretty big fireworks. Can what you, you ship them, Tony? Can you ship fireworks? No, not legally. <laughs> yeah, not, I mean, you, you can ship them, but dude, I had some, I had some guys that come in to the to the. I have a fireworks store. If you didn't catch on yet, but, but <laughs> yeah. that so uh, it's nice because it because it's a, a nice supplement to the motocross track that's not nearly as profitable as it used to be, right? yeah but uh so we we uh i had some people that came in and they're like i got a weisco van you know because i work for weisco and it's sitting out back and they're like so what's the deal with that weisco van and i said i I work for them (laughs) and they're like so you work for weisco and you have a firework store and i go and i have a motocross track and they go huh well we're from california yeah. And we ended up knowing a lot of different people. They were they were their kid raised or whatever, and and uh, it was pretty cool actually. But so they they bought probably I don't know six hundred dollars worth of stuff. So not a ton of stuff, but they so bought. That's actually a lot of stuff. It is, yeah. yeah. And they they said, "Do you have any boxes?" And I go, "Sure." And I, we brought the boxes out, and they all had fireworks on the side. And they're like, "These aren't going to work." <laughs> I go, well, "What do you? What's well? That's what they came in." So they go, "Yeah, no, we're going to ship these to California to our house, and they can't say." Fi-. And I said, "Do not air freight them. 
you've got a problem <laughs> if you air freight these yeah. things. Just put them on ground and ground like a UPS or something like that. Yeah, put okay. some t-shirts around it or something. By the way, I sell t-shirts, <laughs> so I'll go ahead and sell you some of those. And uh, yeah, so it's uh, it, it happens. I'm sure. I mean, I know. Yeah, Thad, how many t-shirts you have over your career? I'm in the sport of wrestling and racing. Free t-shirts. Yeah, lots and lots and lots of free t-shirts. Stacks of them, yeah. as a matter of fact. You got a lot. Yeah, I still to this day pulling t-shirts out of like packages that I've had for five years. <laughs> and now that I'm a rock star, I get tons of rock star t-shirts so half of my like wardrobe is rock star yeah here's the problem you ready for it the problem is this and tony you you understand what i'm saying uh as we are selling or merchandising for those companies that we get the free t-shirts from by the time we get around to wearing them we're probably a size or two away from the initial size that's just you and me that's not bad that's a <laughs> that's probably smaller than he used to be quite a bit Dan, how much you weigh yeah. how much you weigh uh, right now at 160 right now wow you used to be pretty chunky though didn't you yeah, dude, I was like 195. Uh-huh. We were talking about you, and we are like, old Thad, he's old Thick Thad is what we called you. Is that what back. we called him? I got a little carried away there for a while, and then, uh, yeah, I just had a little reality check and uh, started to uh, lose some weight. Yep. Hey, uh, I want to congratulate you and, and compliment you on your season. It's um, Yeah, right. You're, you ha- Talk about that, man. It's it's uh, podiums in seven of the eight rounds. You're second points i think so second right yeah, yeah. so second yep um yeah it's been uh been super good until yeah over the weekend just kind of <laughs> malfunction but what was the malfunction uh, we're still to be undetermined at the moment so yeah <laughs> some stuff back and try to uh figure out the issue for sure but oh, other wow. than that yeah it's been an awesome year i've been right there most of the time and i felt like i've actually given up a couple wins that i should have had so yeah. just um yeah learning and still it's i'm 29 years old but i still feel like i'm getting faster and learning every day so it's a cool feeling to have i thought you were older geez thanks yeah no. yeah yeah so um yeah i just i've been i think i've been around in the sport for so long i think people kind of think i'm a little older than i am but yeah so, uh, i feel like yeah, 29 has kind of been my prime a little bit. I feel like, you know, if you look at uh, Marvin, Marvin, he's 29 years old, so you know, he's still trying to battle for a championship for outdoors. And, and stuff. winning. Yeah, and winning. So it's like, yeah, you think, yeah, I mean, I feel like I still have a good couple years in me, so and I feel like, yeah, the team, um, the team thinks so too, so I'm excited to see what the next couple years are with Husky. You know, I, I was able to... Um, sign a two-year extension so good for a couple more years so i'm excited for sure that husky's so good isn't it yeah dude it's it's awesome i feel like um i feel right at home and i feel like there isn't enough money for me to go around the ownership group i think when they when they brought it back it wasn't a gift it wasn't something they just did they had a plan and yeah what we're seeing from husky right now is everything that the bike wanted to be back then you follow me? Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's an amazing result because it's guys like you that are putting it out there. But they give you a strong piece of equipment to race and ride, and uh, and we're seeing positive results. And also, we're seeing it at the showroom level levels as well. Yeah, yeah. It's 
um, yeah, huge push right now for him. I, I feel like, um, I hate to even say it, but when I was sitting on along the side of the track, I was kind of, <laughs> I never even really noticed it before, but 80% of the riders at the GNCCs are either Husqvarna or KTM. So it was crazy to see that, like how big the market is right now for Husky and KTM. So it's kind of cool to be in, um, I guess, be in that spot where I can help promote a company like I do and, and see the outcome for sure. Well, a couple things. One, I don't know how you couldn't have, being a guy that rode a Japanese motorcycle, how you couldn't feel outnumbered um, by the KTM Husky brands because that's all you see at an off-road race, with the exception of Strang and uh, <laughs> and a few others. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they are – They've done a whiz bang job on marketing yeah. back in the day. And now, you know, and before I was like, truthfully, I was kind of, you know, I mean, I, I, for motocross, it's Storm Lake Honda for me. I ride my Hondas and I like them and I actually love the Honda, but I got a Husky 300 and it's sweet. And, and for off road, it's so much less work to race that motorcycle than it yeah. is the the 450 works very, very well at speed, but the the 300 two stroke i mean you can't beat it in tight woods and stuff and i know that's not the the platform that you're using and and what you're racing but uh for for me you know and, and then another thing i was going to say is you turn in 30 you could always just go race the vet a class if uh <laughs> if you get to- <laughs> yeah yeah for sure man that's that's the goal i mean dude, just to be able to go race and not have any pressure i feel like so i think that'd be fun i'm looking forward to that can you imagine how bummed the vet a, the guy that 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 thinks he's fast that's winning the vet a week in and week out and you show up and you ride that class you're like hey yeah, hey i'm here the vet a i've finally made it well uh it's funny because um last year i went and there was like a local um i guess a gp series like a grand prix and they had like you could run two classes while i ran the pro class and then i ran 25 plus and I won, and a dude freaked out on me. Like, like, dude, it was so funny. Why? Because you're Thad Duvall. I, I get, like, I don't know. Because like, <laughs> he rode the twenty-five. <laughs> I get it though, because you want to track time or whatever. I just, yes. I went through the same thing, and I'm not Thad Duvall. I'm the local. Who cares? I have a fireworks store guy. Are you, by the right, yeah. right. And so I, there's this hillbilly track down four hours almost from me in Missouri, and they have night races, and the lighting is sketchy. I mean, it's it's, yeah. but he's been around a hundred years, and he's a super good guy, and it's in Kingsville, Missouri, and I've been having a ball. I went there for three weeks in a row, and I could go visit my fireworks supplier, one of them, <laughs> while I'm down there. So I, I take a cube van because it's like I'll just pick up some stuff while I'm there to make it so I can ride off all the the, <laughs> the fuel and everything. And so I, my buddy would haul the bike down because I'd literally load the cube van up full of fireworks, and so we're uh, we go down there and. I just want to track time, right? I'm racing Loretta's next yeah. month. I just want to ride. I just want to race my dirt bike. And so yeah. they have they have the 450A. They had the plus 25A. Those are two money classes. And then they have a plus 30 open all and a plus 40. I'm 41. So I That's signed not, up for four. No, wait, 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 wait. You just said you're, <laughs> you're plus 40? Yeah, I'm 41. So, for real? Yeah. When did that happen? Uh, two years ago. A year ago. So... <laughs> Almost two years. So I so I sign up, and they call me up there, and they say, hey, sorry, you can't ride these vet classes. But they would let me ride the plus 25 money class and the plus 30 and plus 40. 
And I go, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense so at all. So I went ahead and wrote it the first week, and it was dumb. I mean, I, the, you know, there was just the, the them boys. I was in the wrong class. They should have they should have made me run the four fifty a. So last weekend, <laughs> I go down. Not this last weekend, but the weekend before. Yeah, I go down and I say I'm going to ride the four fifty a. I mean, like, what the heck? I may as well have somebody yeah. to race with. I won. <laughs> I won the four fifty a and the plus twenty five a. And the guy in the forty class yeah. that is the points leader in that so series, called, whatever. Yeah. He came over to me and he goes, you know, I'm glad to see you're finally in the right class where you belong. Oh, and shut I go, up. I'm f- no, this was in the, this was a 30 year old kid. He was your age <laughs> yeah, almost 30 year old. He kid. comes up and he says, I'm glad you're in the right class. Finally, you're in the class you belong. And I go, what are you talking about? Shut up. Yeah. And I go, I'm 41. <laughs> I just won the 450A. Who cares? Like, yeah, for sure. And he's, any, you know, whatever. There are a hundred races every day throughout the week, throughout the country, and and there's somebody in Missouri that has their eyes on you on what 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 what, what class you're racing in. They should set their sights a little higher than Tony Wink. I'll tell you that for free. I was gonna say, dude. I mean, yeah. you're Tony Wink. So Thad, uh, we were talking with with Josh, <laughs> and, and we'll we'll talk to Stewie next. But um, the uh, I know you had a little. Seat time where you were actually just watching, but snowshoe. What are your thoughts on that racetrack? It's it's uh, obviously really neat for the spectators, but there's been some some of the riders have voiced some concern about you know it's kind of the track's kind of getting beat up and yep. and maybe it's yeah. you know maybe it's something to, time to switch it up maybe. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's different opinions, but I enjoy the place. I think. Um. Yeah. I think they did a really good job this year. Yeah. Years past. There's. There's been some controversy, but like, it's our job. You, like I get paid to go race. It don't matter what I guess what the condition or track like. Um, yeah, I've never been the one to really, I guess, step back and, and voice my opinion. But I really never had a bad issue with snowshoe before. Um, I, I think they do a good job of trying to, I guess suit everyone i feel like but i mean there's always going to be different views on different things and right, right. i feel like i feel like this year they really did a good job about um incorporating everything in you know there's there's yeah there's roads but i mean it's part of it and i feel like they added enough tough like sections i guess this year um to really suit everybody but yeah i i enjoy the place um even though i have the shittiest luck there. I don't even know why I enjoy it, but I just go on, I like going there. I feel like it's kind of like a home race for me, and I really enjoy how tough the track can be sometimes. So, well, snowshoe was yeah. no different. I mean, that's you had a puncture in your radiator. That was the problem. Uh, you guys are uh, next scheduled to race July 6th at high voltage in Dunkirk, yeah. PA. We're looking forward to seeing the results. And fans, you can get tickets, by the way, to watch that Duval race in person. And if there's a racer out there right now that deserves uh, your company, I would suggest it's that. Thad, thank you so much. Appreciate you joining us on the program. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be on for sure. Well, we always, <laughs> I go, oh, Thad Duvall again. 
and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to have you on, brother, because yeah. you always bring it. Thanks. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, thank, you. thank you so thank much. You hey, it's Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Tony Wink, Scott Casper with you, our producers, as always, Jack and Leanne DeLeon, Chris Bishop, Tommy Boy Halverson contributing. Back on the other side, Stu Baylor is waiting in the wings. Uh, He's got four straight podium finishes in the Kendall National Enduro Series. We'll talk to him about that and a lot more. Stay tuned. It is Pit Pass. Stay tuned. What's up? It's Kyle Regal. You listen to Pit Pass. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.